Just a little bit. I oh, feel like yeah. I'm a little quieter than you. Oh yeah. Uh turning it up right now. Let me. Alright, chickity check, check, check. Okay, that's yeah, that's good. A little better? Yes. Okay. Grazie, my friend. Yeah, Grazie. Yeah. Welcome everybody. We are here with a new episode of Beers Bongs and Battle Axes. First time we've been in the studio since uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's been a minute just because health and schedules and Yeah. D&D. Oh, my mm, God. Sweet, sweet D&D. I know. I had brought it up last time, but uh, I did want to actually bring up something. I forgot to talk about it last time. Uh, so I, I was talking about how I got COVID and that, and it was just fucking awful. But I also had, in between the period when I was getting better, one of my uncles had passed from, uh, I don't know if it was, like, because he had an ongoing battle with, like, kidney failure. And uh, there's also COVID was just running rampant at his house. Like one of the uh, one of the people that lives there, I don't know if it's a lot of them or not, but uh, they're very staunch uh, Trump supporters, oh. through and through. Oh joy! So they they were like, I'm never wearing a mask a goddamn day Exa- in my life. Exactly, and they're all living there, and it was just it it's just like a German infested. Yeah. So I'm nervous about the funeral gonna gonna happen, but um, it, it's weird because I. Growing up, like, I've, I I did love my uncle, and then, like, I heard stories later that were not the greatest. And so you were like, mm, I need to rethink this relationship. Exactly. So I never really, like, talked to him in, like, the last half, and I knew he was kind of suffering. So it's kind of like this whole, I don't want to say karmic retribution, but, you know, things kind of find a way of coming full circle in a sense. Right. And it deals with him being an abuser and that. So it's like, ugh. But, uh. I'm very sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, it's weird, because, like, uh. You know, he was—he's my uncle in that, and it's—it's uh, it's a different. It's weird. Like I don't necessarily feel sad. It's just more of like it still is someone that that passed because of situations that are that are happening. And on top of that, I also had like a good friend uh, pass away. Uh, his name was Jeremy. He's this really awesome dude who I used to work with at uh, at the Netflix call center. And you worked at a Netflix call center? Yeah, I never told that. No. Oh, yeah. Was it awful? Oh. So <laughs> I, I was there for a few months, and uh, when you start out, it's uh, it's amazing because they do the training, and uh, they talk about, like, oh, this is what you got to do. Literally, we were not needed. We were just, like, the people that other people would call, and we would read everything from the Netflix website to them. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we were, like, literally our jobs could have been phased out at any time. But on top of that, uh, dude, the pay was shit because it started out great because it was 12 an hour, and you're like, oh, this is great because everything was like 9 or 10 at the time. Right. Because this was like 2012, I think, 2013. Okay, okay. And, uh, oh, and then here's the thing that they didn't tell you, and this is what I figured out later. You weren't getting a raise at all because that was everything with raises factored in, and the only way you could get a raise is if you were to be blessed with moving up a spot. Which I'm assuming was damn near impossible in that company. Exactly. And even then, it was not even that big of a raise. I had this one friend who just kind of, uh, I don't know what happened to him. He was a good dude. His name was Paul. And uh, he went from like in like this, and he told me it was like another dollar or something an hour for oh. being like a supervisor at for a call be- center. Oh, fuck yeah. that. So it was just ridiculous. And then I have I think I've talked, I don't know if I've, if I have brought it up or I have not, I'm sorry. But during training, the f- the second call I think I ever gotten was this old lady who wanted me to reset her email password. 
and I was on the phone with her for about an hour. It was terrible. Wait, she wanted you to reset her email password her or her email Netflix n- password? Both. It was like, I can't get into my Netflix. Can you reset my password? Okay, I sent you a link to your email if you just want to go in there. I can't get into my email. Yeah, can, can you, you reset, reset my email? <laughs> Ma'am, I do not work for Google. I can't help you I said that, that about five times, and then halfway during the call, her daughter actually got on the phone. And she's like, who the fuck is this? And I was like, oh, this is Marcelo with Netflix. Uh, I'm just trying to help you. She's like, God damn it, Mom, you called them again. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my, uh, mind you, like, I was, we were working till like 1 a.m. So I think she was calling from Atlanta, if I recall right. It so was, it was like, like two in the morning. It's like there. two in the morning. And she's trying to watch Netflix. That's why it wasn't like just set up. I, I'm, I'm sure it was. Like, it had to have been, but she, she probably <laughs> accidentally clicked into the settings and logged herself out and <laughs> Dude, like, exactly oh, fuck i don't know how to get back in <laughs> that's exactly it and <laughs> it was the oh, hell it was just so fucking terrible and then i just ended with i can't you're just gonna have to like have your daughter help you in the morning i'm so i can't get out i could not get out of the call that's so funny <laughs> it uh, fucking sucked it's it's uh, a, a similar tangent is my mom recently discovered the joys of uh, streaming services. Oh, yeah. Because uh, she's a big fan of Yellowstone. And they had that oh. prequel series come out called 1883 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I heard good things. And that's only on Paramount Plus. So she's got that. And I've become her IT support because she got a Roku <laughs> box to watch everything. <laughs> and so, yeah. And it's funny because I gave her my Disney Plus and my uh, HBO Max in exchange for her CBS or her Paramount Plus. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's I've been benefiting from it because <laughs> that was how I ended up watching the uh, South Park COVID specials. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Also, have you seen the marketing for season 25 I have of not. South Park? I have not. Their whole marketing campaign for season 25 is them doing orchestral renditions of famous songs from the series. Oh, um, man. My favorite is an orchestral rendition of Gay Fish. <laughs> I, I will play it for you when we're not recording since we can't get away with copyright. Playing. Yeah. <laughs> but oh my God, it is <laughs> fucking phenomenal. I'll have to uh, I'll have to listen to it. Um, real quick, though, I just want to go back just because I, I just wanted to, to bring up my friend Jeremy. I he he passed away and he was like. God, uh, six or seven years older than I was, he didn't even hit 40. He was like 38. And I, we don't know if it was COVID or if it was suicide, and that's kind of the crazy thing. And I, like on his uh, burial page, his obituary on the uh, the website where they're burying him because he's getting buried in Virginia from where he was born. They they didn't mention it at all, so I don't know what. Nobody knows exactly what happened. Uh, he was a former Marine and everything. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah. That that is. I think he was former. I, if he wasn't Marine, he was Army. Uh, but. Uh, no, it it just it it sucks because like this is just like a time where it's a rough time on a lot of people, and I don't know if like the isolation and everything comes into it. I definitely think that that plays a part. And I d- I would agree with you on that. Yeah, it's just you know, and if you're not used to it, you're you're fucked. So I mean, everybody who has lost somebody to uh, to everybody who is really going through some tough times right now, um, really sympathize with you and just. Uh, Really hope you get through this this rough time because, uh, you know, we bring up how life is short and everything, and then when people pass, you finally get it, but it doesn't really kind of never really sticks. Head. It really never does, yeah. So, um, you know, uh, 
I just really hope that everybody kind of gets through any hard times that they're going through right now. It it really fucking just sucks. Like that's that's the only thing I can really say. I mean, and everybody, please be kind to each other. Also, fuck your mother. <laughs> Sorry, I, I couldn't pass up the opportunity. But uh, but no, yeah. If you've if you've lost someone during this time, and uh, and even if you haven't, you're going through a tough time. Just really, we uh, really support you and. Just hoping the best. I, I, you know, there's not much more to say than that. That really hasn't been said before because it's it's a tough time. And uh, you know, to those that we lost, I I've said this with my mom, and it's just kind of like I I think if I recall correctly, like scientifically, we're made of stardust, and when we eventually kind of just fade and evaporate from uh, from our physical beings, you know, just hope that we'll meet again, have a drink. Thank you for those words, Marcelo. That was beautiful. Thank you. you should, I hope you go. With, I'm really high as well right now. <laughs> I am really high, but that, <laughs> that that doesn't negate what I said. Thank you, man. Yeah, I uh, I just I felt like I kind of wanted to say something because that guy that that guy was a really awesome guy. He I invited him to stuff before. Uh, he just never showed for some reason, but it's still just like he, he was a good friend. I I kept up with him semi regularly. Wasn't really close, but it's. Good it, people are still good people. Exactly. And it's just a shame that we lost one. I don't I don't know of any appropriate way to transition into uh the main segment of the this. this oh that's fine. I mean we I'm can sorry. still no, that's fine. I mean we could still bullshit. There's we've got uh how long do we I got till we we we've only got like we got fifteen an, we, minutes till Kino. No no no, we got an hour because it's seven o'clock her time. Eight o'clock ours. Oh yeah, we're good. We're this ain't a short episode. Oh, okay. Never the fuck mind. Yeah, we got time. We should at least tell people what our. Yeah, we're gonna be reviewing Stan Helsing soon for our IMB bottom one IMDb bottom one hundred. This is fucking. This one was painful. We thought S Darko was bad. (laughs) I'd rather watch Human Centipede two again if I'm being (laughs) honest. Dude, it gets worse from here. We're, we're, we were only we're only three down from when we <laughs> started this, and it's already not fun anymore. <laughs> it wasn't fun, I think, with S. Darko because we're like, <sighs> yeah, but there, there there was a high moment with Human Centipede too because I fucking love that movie. I enjoy it. Yeah, I I don't hate it, <laughs> even though it is just like a it's, it's torture porn. Oh yeah, definitely That's all it is. But it's it's great. <laughs> Like if you're uh, okay, if you're, I think we've talked about this, but if you're Tom Six, you know, do you go for that gross out just to kind of be memorable, even though it'd be a shit film? Is that what you would do, Mike? Like if somebody just came up, an anonymous investor, and he's like, five million, make whatever you want, and you're just like, okay, do you do you make like a movie that has substance, or do you make like something that's memorable with no substance? Um. I mean, that really just comes down to knowing your limitations as a storyteller, I think. Yeah. Whereas why I, I think Tom Six probably knowingly went with just grossing people the hell out because he's like, I've got a very limited budget. I'm not the greatest writer in the world, so let's just do this. Yeah. But I thought that the first one was actually really good, like as a horror film. Yeah, but what do you do when somebody wants a sequel from you and you don't have an idea <laughs> like well, let's let's just make it gross oh like if they like if it was a human centipede like you make the human centipede they're like we want a sequel yeah <sighs> Ooh, that's tough 
You know what I mean? That 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 seems like the natural evolution of it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, people want to people are willing to pay for another sequel. All right. This time we're going to go even more meta and make it a whole fucking prison (laughs) in Texas. What's what's one movie that you cannot have a sequel for? Hmm, that is that is an that's not Schindler's List because <laughs> Schindler's List is the is the actual answer. But uh, besides that, what's the one movie that you're just like Sophie's Choice? Ooh, <laughs> 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 that's that's true. I mean, you could. No. <laughs> what's your answer? <laughs> Schindler's List. I'm going with the easier. <laughs> but you can't say Schindler's List. Oh, well, you already designated that. Uh, United 93, because it took place during 9-11. Oh, no. All right. It literally ends with the plane crash. That's very true. Which, you know, as a kid, I think... I always felt like those movies based on 9-11 came out way too soon after 9-11 yeah. to where I was I was like I have no interest in seeing this that's fair you know what I mean it was, it's more like uh, I, I remember the news I don't need to watch a movie about it okay thanks bye <laughs> what about uh, movies that okay have you ever seen Remember Me with Robert Pattinson I think I brought this up on the podcast and I, I this is one I do want to see let me google that real quick okay it sounds I, I don't I don't know if like I should bring up the whole plot twist or not there is a plot twist, but it's... Oh, yeah, you did talk about this. I have oh, yeah. not seen it. Okay. So it, we've brought it up before, but... So Remember Me as Robert Pattinson, and it's him and this girl who fall in love. There's a little love story. They kind of don't know what to do with each other. And then there's a plot twist of how Pierce Brosnan is his father, and he's working in the World Trade Center, and it's 9-11. Dun, so, dun, dun. <laughs> dude, there's nothing leading to that until the actual ending, the last five to ten minutes, and I you're think. just like... Yeah, you just like he's going to he's like his dad's just like you want him and his dad have a like bad relationship, and then they go to the they go to like a spot and it's this tall building, and you're just like okay so he's like he's still falling in love with this girl they kind of mended and he's trying to mend bridges with his dad like what a what a payoff and it like zooms out on him standing in the building, and then it just cuts to like a newspaper or something. And it just says September 11, two thousand one. You're like holy fuck <laughs> like <laughs> this is. Yeah, I wish I was in the theater. I would have loved to have heard just everybody just, (gasps) (laughs) like, that's a hell of a twist. It is. And that movie was 2010, so it was still, the wound was still pretty fresh at that point. Yeah, like, do you think movies should be made like that to where it's showing real people and then, like, the actual tragedy is 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 the twist? You know what I'm saying? Like, because there were people that were like that pre-9-11, like, that had their own lives. They just thought life was going to go on. September 11 was just a normal morning Tuesday. Yeah, them. just a normal morning like it is, like, when we woke up today. I mean, if it's done well. Yeah. If it's done well. I, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like you definitely could never do it about September 11th again. That's <laughs> already been done. But you could do, say, like, a romance film like that set in... 1930s Poland and then the twist at the end is you see Nazi tanks rolling across the border. <laughs> what did Oh no, I was going to say life is beautiful. I don't know if you've seen that. I have not. Okay. Uh, it's a movie by this guy named Roberto Benigni who was like known for I know the name. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so 
Life is Beautiful is just, if anybody hasn't seen it, it's this guy who is kidnapped in Italy, him and his son, and they're taken to an internment camp, and he convinces his son that they're playing a game in an internment camp. Uh, yeah, exactly. And the whole game is that they have to hide and they can't let the Nazis catch him. Yeah, Mike is just blinking right now. Like I just <laughs> told him mind blowing information. I don't I don't know how to feel about that. That's uh It's crazy. Dude. Uh yeah, I and it's so weird too because it's from what I remember and I haven't seen it in a while, it was played like a Buster Keaton kind of film where it was just like there were dramatic moments for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But like it was there were comedy moments during an internment camp in, in Germany. And this movie came out in like 92 or no, 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 96, I think. I mean, I guess you do got to find the levity in a horrible situation just so for sure your audience doesn't walk out, you know, already loading their revolvers, getting ready to blow their own heads <laughs> off. But, Schindler's uh, list. Yeah, yeah. But can you imagine fucking, <laughs> here's the thing though. Why it's so crazy is just like, Benini got Oscars for the movie, and I think he won Best Picture or something that year. What's the name of the movie again? Life is Beautiful. Life is Beautiful. And then he he never came back ever to the Oscars. <laughs> like that was his only movie. And like I I don't know if like it was a fluke win, or like he convinced people to wool over their eyes. Kind of like uh, bring up another movie. I don't know if you've seen Exit to the Gift Shop with uh, Banksy, but uh, it's it's commentary on like art and that and this mm. like crazy documentary thing. We'll have to watch that, but uh. It's fucking <laughs> Life is Beautiful is just so insane because that that's a movie that should have gotten outcry. Like from like you know <laughs> like Holocaust survivors and that. Right. I, I don't know if it did or not, but like the Catholics were all over Dogma and Kevin Smith. It a movie that was more deserving is Life is Beautiful because uh, it, first off it's an ironic title. I get it and it's a terrible thing that happened and he's in and then, uh, let me look up Bernini. Roberto Bernini. That's the most Italian name I've ever heard. Oh, he looks Italian as all hell. How do Italians look, Marcello? Do we all look <laughs> the same to you? Yes. Oh, racist. <laughs> I like pizza. <laughs> do you like tortellini as well? <laughs> no. Then get the hell out of this podcast. <laughs> okay, we'll go to the fucking... Come on. He made something like... You're just like, why in the fuck would you do this? Uh, Where is it? Okay, Life is Beautiful came out in 97. The, n- the next thing he had made that was written by him was a shitty remake of... Uh, Pin- a shitty Italian remake of Pinocchio. Ooh. Wait. Shitty, you say? Yes. Maybe we should watch it. Oh, yeah. We probably should. All right. It's like practical effects, Pinocchio and O2. Hell yeah. I am about that. <laughs> Sounds so yeah. awful. Apparently Eminem's getting his own line of Peloton classes what? being released. Yeah, I saw it advertised on Instagram today, and I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Is he going to be like censored or uncensored? I don't know, but it's just like, this is the man who wrote the songs Kim and Stan. Well, yeah, if anybody would know cardio, it would be him. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) From running all Or to quote the bureaucrats from Futurama, you are technically correct. (laughs) The best kind of correct. 
Is this man run, is the mom spaghetti shop still open? Do you know? I don't. I do not know. Oh, Didn't man. it get sued within like the first couple weeks of it opening? Did it? I think it's like, I think somebody tried to sue them for like food poisoning and shit. <laughs> oh man, I. What would Eminem do? He would he have to close shop? Uh, I mean, he's probably got the money to just you know pay that bitch go away money. Uh, good point. Good point. So is he collaborating with Dr. Dre on these Peloton classes? I don't know. I I don't think so. I think Dr. Dre's too busy with GTA Online. Yeah, I've been wanting to play that. I own it. I just I mean, I kind of have been wanting to as well, but at the same time, I'm like, I fucking hate GTA Online. <laughs> it's the I've... reason why we never got an Undead Nightmare 2. It's the reason why GTA really? 6 is... Well, yeah, because they moved away from single-player DLCs because of how much fucking money GTA Online makes. Uh, that's sad. I've I've wasted a ton of hours in GTA Online, so I can't. I have really... too, and that's the problem. Yeah, I've never bought I... a shark card though, so I'm pretty proud of myself for that one. Oh, same man. Yeah, I only got the free million that comes with things. I got friends though that fucking shark card, shark card, shark card. No, 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 no. You got to learn to grind if you're gonna play MMOs. See that 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 is that has been my problem with both Red Dead Online and GTA Six Online is that the grind to get cash is ridiculous and there's not enough content to make it worth it it's even point. with all the expansions they've added to gta online like the gun running the motorcycle club yeah the uh, the nightclub the nightclub yeah that was that, shit. that was my favorite part uh i played a shit ton online on pc because i bought it for pc when it came out because i didn't have a console right and uh i i had to put in like a few hundred hours and did nothing but gun running because on PC, obviously, you could do way more, and the whole thing was you can actually, there was a way for you to have your own private server so nobody would fuck you with a gun running, and it was just constant. Oh, nice. I will say I only ever played GTA Online on PC once. Oh, yeah? It was the most awful experience I've ever had. Yeah, you don't play it straight. You have to like look for glitches and stuff. Well, the reason why it was the most awful experience I ever had was because two people had hacked the server, Ugh. and they were spawning everybody in that server in the same spot and just mowing everybody down. Oh, God. And um, they would, every time you respawn, they'd do it again. And... Um, this went on for about 10 minutes before I finally had to put myself in passive mode just so I could, you know, be in the menu long enough to exit the server. Yeah. And ever uh, since then, I'm like, I won't I won't do it. <laughs> Gr greatest thing I will tell you in GTA uh, for PC, the mods. Holy fuck. Uh, yeah, I remember because I played through the campaign on my PC. Yeah. Uh, and I did the mods to make the world realistic, which, you know, swapped out all the, the fake brands for Coke, Pepsi, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. all the billboards for shit you'd see in real life. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I uh, The one that I did was it was when mods were first coming out, and it was like you could change the animals in that. It was like a pit bull that was running on like its hind legs. <laughs> it was like going up and punching guys and stealing cars. And when it's stealing cars, like it's not – it's how a dog – like a human would drive if it were a dog because it's on its hind legs, and you could see they're stretched out. He fucking steals, he has the gun, and then it just, like, the guy pops out, he's like, oh, fuck, and runs, and then the dog gets in the car and steps like a human being, and you just see the dog with his paws on the wheels <laughs> just trying to fucking drive this car. It's so great. That's fantastic. And then uh, Iron Man mods, oh, God. Those, I just, I love single-player mods in fucking PC games so much. I do, too. I, I'm, and the mod loaders is the best part, because, like, I modded Skyrim for my Xbox. Yeah painful process 
painful fucking process because you got to like find a list online yeah. and then follow it exactly on what order to load them in and everything. Did you ever play um, any of the role playing ones or no on the on any of the servers online? Because the role playing ones are fun. No. So you're you're obviously stuck with like a bunch of rules in that, but like there's a cop role playing one where you're just out investigating crimes. Um, on GTA Online, yeah, yeah, they didn't have those back when I played it on PC because I played it on PC when it first came out on PC. Oh yeah, 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 same. Yeah, no, they've upgraded so much since then. There was one that I had went to where it was like, I went into the server and I could never find it again, which fucking sucks. But you were the one that I went to. You were criminal. There were criminals, cops, shop owners bunch of things you're just essentially living this nine to five grind life and the cop the cop one i remember starting as because i'm like all right i don't want to fucking chase down criminals you're in the like you're in like the country bumpkin part of town okay to start with and then you can move to the city and go like to homicide departments and detective departments and all that, that shit. sounds sick as hell it's so awesome man and then the one that and then when i had started it i i got killed because like i was starting to become a dirty cop and ran over one of my buddies oh no <laughs> like uh I was, like, second day on the force or something, and I think we had to go do this criminal, and I think some guy bribed me. <laughs> and then it was, like, I took the bribe, I believe, and then the fucking, like, the the partner I was assigned with <laughs> was, like, you can't fucking do that. And then, forget if I ran him over, shot him, but <laughs> it, was, it was that. And then I was, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go gung-ho, and I went to the cop station and tried to kill everybody in the cop station. Wow. It's fucking great, man. I love stuff like that. That's amazing. I've been playing a lot of Crusader Kings 3 lately. Yeah, you were that telling me game about is that. so much fun. I normally you, suck at RTSs, but I'm really enjoying this game. You and Lathan have said that a lot. And um, so are you, are you playing the Game of Thrones uh, mod, right? Or no, is it I'm not. I downloaded the DLC to have uh, two settings. One's called... Uh, the Age of Adventurers, and the other one's called The Wrath of Norsemen. Oh, okay. Because the base game, uh, all the different uh, games you can play are set in 1066, but this DLC starts it in, like, 856. So, so about 200 years prior to that. So what uh, what uh, groups are you having battle right now? Like, what what is that, the time of? Uh, well, I actually just started a new game today because my last file, I, was, I started as... Uh, Bjorn Ironside. Oh, okay. Um, who, when the game starts, is the chief of Upland. And by the time I just said, fuck this game, I had established the kingdom of Sweden. And at <laughs> one point, I had taken over all of Sweden, modern day Sweden, all yeah. of Norway, and most of Finland. Oh, man. But then uh, the character I was playing as, who at that point was the grandson of Bjorn Ironside. Yeah died in the middle of fighting three <laughs> wars and then since then i've gone through two generations of his offspring oh and i've been engaged in at least three wars the entire time it's, it's completely stalled me out from expanding yeah and so i was just like this is not fun anymore i can't do anything because i'm constantly putting down rebellions and blah 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 and so i'm just like fuck it i'm gonna start a new game <laughs> Just because it got tiring, and I was losing a lot of land, especially because with the Norse, they have this thing where... Because um, you can hold, only hold so many titles as your player character. Yeah. And so you have to give them out to uh, your kids, your nephews and nieces and shit like that. Can they turn on you? 
they can. Oh, uh, that's awesome. But also, when you die, if you gave it out to somebody who's not in your house or your dynasty, yeah. you lose that land when you die. And so then you're like, well, I guess I got to go attack them and fucking take it back. Of course, because it's that time when it's you're, if you're born into it. You're... And because I'm not smart enough to do the intrigue option, which is like murder people to take their titles because I'm next in line for secession. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, nope, I'm going to raise an army and come after you, bud. <laughs> Sorry. So you're doing what Prince Harry would have would have done. He's Basically. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And uh so you've got you also like marry off your children and stuff, and you have to look at all their possible uh betrothals and things like that, and yeah. it'll tell you like kids born of this might have the trait quick, they might be born hunchbacks. If you try and marry them to like cousins or anything, it's like there is a chance your their children will be inbred. That's actually what I was gonna ask. You can have like a whole inbred house, right? Yep. Oh my god, just the whole inbred house of hunchbacks. That yeah, would be just, awesome. Uh, with lists. The most powerful. Thank you, Harry. Thank you, Harry. Sweden. For the homeland. <laughs> We're gonna go a Viking friends. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, do you, if they're a hunchback in the game, do they walk normally and they just have like you a don't actually do you... see your character unless you like oh. click on their portrait. So you, even th- there are battles in that, I'm assuming, right? Kind of eh. like if you raise an army and send them to fight, it'll be represented by one guy for your side and one guy for the other, and they'll just battle and you'll see your army numbers adjusting oh, okay. depending on how many people die. So it's not like, uh, oh god, I think it's like Total War. No, it's not like that or okay. Mountain Blade. Oh, okay. I think I think Mountain Blade is the one that I own. I, it's been forever since I played it on Steam. Lathan showed me a couple videos of it. It looks a lot of fun. Yeah, he's told me about Baldur's Gate three, which I've been wanting to do. But me too. Which I've, I don't know if I've told you, but I actually got the Dungeon Master's Guide and uh, my first campaign manual for Dungeons and Dragons. Ooh, that nice. I, I want to start running a campaign by the end of the year, and it's called Descent into Avernus. Ooh, which is literally about this neighboring city next to Baldur's Gate gets a. Uh, warped to the first layer of the nine hells by the archdemon or the fallen angel slash archdemon that rules the first layer of hell oh that sounds fun and so the adventurers have to be like go rescue an entire city from hell and Dude. i was like that's metal as fucking i want to run this game yes 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 can we I, I forgive me if i'm stupid with this but we can import our characters from the other campaign right or is it we would make new ones because this campaign's designed for level one to level 13 God. and i'm not good enough to like scale everything to... <laughs> i love how that's a level one in dungeons and dragons save everyone from hell level one well but y- there's a lot of build-up to Getting to that point. Of course. You know what I mean. But still, recommended ages four to six. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Do you think, that'd be funny if it was one of those like nine to 99. I was going to be like, do you think Wizards of the Coast like tracks down 100 year old D&D <laughs> players and just executes them for violating the rules? <laughs> You're too old, old man. That should be a sketch. I like the way you think. Write it, write it. I'm on it. Uh, so we're halfway through. Should we just take a break, come back, do Stan Helsing? Uh, You're cool with that? Fucking, yeah. I know. Ugh. I know. Stan Helsing. <laughs> I'm not ready. Bear with us, folks. It's going to it's gonna be a rough back half of the episode. <sighs> we'll see after this break. All right, we're recording. I'm not fucking happy. I'm not excited about I've got, like, tons and tons of notes on this fucking movie. Yeah, that Welcome was back. that was a break. We're back. This is beers, bongs, and battle axes, and we hate ourselves for 
putting you th- folks through the review of this movie that we watched today. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, God. Like, I, I know fucking disaster movie. You heard a beer. This is a fucking podcast. Beard bong, 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 baby. Uh, Drinking that steel reserve tonight. You got that. I got Rolling Rock because it's cheap. That's why I got the steel reserve. Two for 350, baby. 50 ounces of malt liquor. Oh, same. Yeah, yeah. I used to do malt liquor. I can't anymore. Well, I'm scum, so. I thought you were Mike. No. Nope. Wait. Uh, damn, I didn't even get far enough into this movie to see fucking Leslie Nielsen show up in it. <laughs> oh, boy. And that's like 30 minutes in. Or 40 minutes? God, this movie I, is bad. Okay. Well, there's going to be bad. There's gonna, there's worse f- parody movies on this fucking list. Because Disaster Movie's terrible. Meet the Goddamn Spartans, I think, is number three. That was probably <sighs> the worst parody movie ever made. But this is a close second. This one never got a, Bro, I, a wide release, though, did it? Uh, In Canada, it did, because it did box office numbers. It, it pulled in 1.5 mil. Which is one point four million. Canada's not a real place, though. <laughs> Where does Wayne Gretzky come from? Hockey? Just the Great White North. Uh, that makes sense. I mean, what, uh, what else is Canada known for? Justin Trudeau dressing up as a black person, you know? Among other things. A uh, bunch of bunch of good things. Uh, yeah, so... I mostly lean left, but that's just <laughs> fucking stupid. Uh, Marcella, why don't you uh, know, tell the good folks at home what this <sighs> okay. hot garbage pile is about? Okay, so if <laughs> I don't like this movie, uh, it, this is a parody movie in the vein of uh, I think it's it's like loosely retelling the story of Sna- of Van Helsing, but done in the scary movie form that everybody tried to copy post ninety nine. Uh, because that was like for some reason the only thing that we had to base parody movies off of. Everybody forgot Airplane and any other fucking parody movies. Or that just came. how to make an original parody movie. Yeah. See, yeah. the problem is this, along with like pretty much anything that came after that, was one of made. those was one of those parody movies, those uh, scary movie knockoffs that was like. With two of the five producers from Scary Movie. It wasn't writers. It wasn't directors. It was always, I produced Scary Movie, which means I... <laughs> I gave it money. I Yeah, I gave it money, and I wore a tie so, on set. So does this mean we can start calling this, like, from one of the producers that don't fuck in the woods, too? <laughs> <laughs> Beers, bongs, and battle axes. Yes. From one of the producers of Don't Fuck in the <laughs> Woods, too. Beers, bongs, and battle axes. And then just that yell, Wah! Oh, oh. So, <laughs> so well, there's like a bong, like ripping, and like somebody taking a sip of beer. <laughs> you just hear the. <laughs> so, <laughs> the problem that I have with a lot of these movies is they're like they're not. The movies they don't have jokes written. It's more of the person appears as the character they're making fun of, and there's no joke. There's no. They're just like I'm in character as this person, and that's it. That's the fucking joke, and it's like that. May, oh fuck me! So it, it, anyway, Stan Helsing is just like this loser who works at Blockbuster, but it's called Schlockbuster, <laughs> and uh, he is—he's just—he—he's going to a party with friends, but he has to deliver videos to his the owner's mother. Yeah, 
And all of a sudden, it kind of leads to there's a bunch of horror characters that happen to follow them or wanting them to. They're looking to for kill Stan them. in specific, specifically. Yeah, exactly. And uh, they want to really kill him. Really bad pinhead ripoff. Uh, yeah. Freddy Krueger wearing a Charlie Brown sweater. Oh, God. A, a Jewish Michael Myers. And a flavor fave uh, clock. Yeah. Clock. Um, <laughs> and and then like shitty Leatherface, uh, shitty Chucky. Uh, so anyways, they all just want to kill him, and they're just trying to go deliver these videos, and then they, that's it, that, that's the whole thing, that's the movie, it's just like, that happens, they eventually, and then one wacky scenario after there's, another, there's a ghost town, it doesn't feel like a movie, it just feels like a bunch of sketches that they wrote, that, that dog that they run over very early in the film, do, does that turn into a pet cemetery joke at the end, because like I said, I, I didn't finish this movie, uh, it did come back, and it had like stitches, and I don't remember at the top of my head, uh, so uh, we'll start out with this, uh, Stan is working at Schlockbuster, um, <laughs> There's this god awful gag about anybody who returns a copy of the ring dies immediately as they set it on the desk. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that. Was it because the, the font they had it made it sound like Lord of the Rings? Uh, okay, I'll just, I'll go with my notes. Uh, titles of play on words uh, starts off by saying it's a parody. It's off to a great start. Uh, there was a part where somebody calls in asking about porn titles. It's his grandma. Yeah, and then at the end, he's just like, all right, grandma, I love you. Yeah. I, I kind of I chuckled at that. Uh, and then, yeah, a bit with people returning Lord of the Rings and dying on the spot. I thought it was Lord of the Rings. I didn't know it was the ring. I. Yeah, it was the <sighs> ring. It, and they, they got their own joke wrong because it's supposed to be seven days after you watch the movie, not yeah. as soon as you return it. Yeah. Unless, the I guess, the gag is everybody's returning it on that last day of the rental Yeah, seven days later. and that's But, fuck, that's a lot of effort boo. for a joke. Boo. <laughs> that's, that's asking your audience to write the joke. Right. Um, so yeah, I asked what kind of video store is this. He's, like, walking by a bunch of, like, people. One was, like, the only group of black people there in the movie, and then they say so by the end. And then the other was, like, was it a bunch of nerds or was it, like, hot women beforehand? Or Asian people, right? Yeah. A bunch of Asian people who are, like, I think they're asking him something I don't remember. And I really hated the the group of black people that they went by just because yeah. the the last line that any of them has is run bitch run oh. and i'm like sean waynes literally <laughs> did that better in the original scary movie like well, how fucking lazy can you be this is from people who did scary movie right or produced it like two of the producers um. Oh God. Uh. It, it has. It Actually, has the maybe, same. Maybe it's not. It has the same font. Uh. On its original box, from the executive producer of Scary Movie. Ugh. I went to Amazon to look for it because I was trying to find one without ads. So I could just go through the whole thing and just ended up watching it on Tubi. But on Amazon, it has two different listings. One is with the new art, and one is with the old art. What same movie? <laughs> Same th- rating, same everything. It's just two different listings, just with different fo- uh, art. And it's like, this does not deserve one, much less two. It's so fucking bad. Oh, my God. So, he, uh, <laughs> so anyways, he goes to the the manager who's younger than him, obviously. You ask him to go to the bathroom, clean it up. First place he goes to is, like, these, these two lesbians making out. And they're like, we were going to ask you to join us. It's like, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Second one is this fat woman who's just like fucking just the worst uh, diarrhea in the world. Yeah. Who's just letting her intestines go. 
And then uh, the third one is just this like cockroach, and it, there's a decent costume. I gotta give it up for them. Like that that's, thing did look gross. That's the only. That's where their money went. Ninety percent of that budget was for that one <laughs> gag. Yeah, it wasn't even a gag because the cockroach just like shoots at him. Shoots goop at him. Yeah, and then that's it. Like we never see anything. Like there's nothing mentioned. It's a cockroach, and that's it. It's just an excuse for him to wear uh, maxi pads all over himself when he comes out of there. Yeah, and no, he doesn't because he just puts it on in there, and then when he comes out, he just has the maxi pad in his hand. He's like, these are well, no, but he's also got like one on his shoulder, one on his forehead. Oh yeah, yeah, hilarious. Uh, so so the uh, so he leaves and he has to get the he gets the videos and he goes with his friends. They're about to go to a party. Um, and this this guy's a fucking dick. Like he was already hitting on his friend's date. Yeah, even though his, like, his ex. ex is sitting right next to him in yeah. the back of the car, and you're just like, eh, "Those guys are like, I got to root for this fucking guy." Like, really? I feel bad for Keenan Thompson in this movie because he just looks like he is the most bored actor in the entire world throughout the entirety of this film. Really, I I thought it looked like he was having fun. Really? Yeah. Ah, uh, no. I was. He like, looks like uh, he's having fun on SNL. He did not look like he was having fun <laughs> in this movie. And this was on SNL when he was like not even used that much. When he was playing every black character ever, right. woman or man. Leslie Jones wasn't there. There was no Sashir Zameda. Yeah. None of them. This was 09, so I think Maya Rudolph was like near the end of her tenure, right? Or did she? I, like, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so if they were filmed it in 07, 08, then yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, then uh, then we have uh, we have the Jewish Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger in the Chucky shirt, and or Charlie Brown shirt, and a Flavor Flav chain, and then uh, Pinhead. Uh, go it in just and looks look like he him. has a bunch of bar darts stuck in his head. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, like, that's the joke. What the fuck is it? Like, <laughs> this is this is bear with us. We we had to fucking deal with this. I watched this movie like twenty minutes in, and I was like, so sad because I had an hour <laughs> left. Like, I watch Bob Burgers, Bob's Burgers before I go to bed, and I have, like never seen the show, so I'm just like, you know what? This is good to put on in the background. I go through like four episodes and that's like 80 minutes. And you're like, ah, that was nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it goes like nothing. It's like you're drinking water. You're just like, this is get amazing. 20 minutes into this movie and you're just like, fuck. One shot, two <laughs> shot, three shot, four Bro, shot. Bro, it's like a season shot. of a fucking movie. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's all like expedition and unfunny jokes. It's so fucking unfunny. It is like anti comedy. <sighs> It is, and not in the good way. Like, not in the cringe way to where, like... It still gets a, a forced laugh yeah. out of you. I think we, I've talked about it before, but Tim Heidecker, when he does his anti-comedy shtick, right. it, it's hilarious because you know what he's going off of. Like, he has his own special, which is, like, 90 minutes, and I watched, like, a third of that, which was... It's cringe, but that's the point. Right. And this, it's no, like... No, this is anti-comedy in the way, like, we are the enemies of comedy. Yeah. You will be destroyed. And it's trying to play itself off like a network comedy. Like a uh, a raunchy, uh, R-rated network comedy that, like, CBS produced. Right. It's... Oh, God. Um, so, yeah. So, they're they're on the highway. Uh, there's a semi that just drives by. It has, like, a bunch of bodies in the backseat. Again, there was actually some good uh, costume design in that in the back of the thing, because you're like, this could pass for a horror movie, like a regular-ass horror movie. Uh, and then they look in the truck, and or Leatherface looks out, and he's driving the semi. Um, and then what's Stan pulls out a thing of weed, and then, oh, they 
kick in the music so you know that the characters are getting high. La, 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 la. La, la, la. And then they hit a dog. Yeah, and then they hit a dog. <sighs> and then, uh, let's see, uh, the, uh, there's a guy that pulls over, and it's his. Uh, and, of course, he's some weird, like, Cajun man. And he's not even acting. I put, like, in the lowest fucking middle school tone possible, he swears revenge after getting his dog better. He's just like, listen, you guys, are you going to... I'm, I'm going to make gonna, you pay. I'm going to make sure I'm that I cut, you. your, cut your organs and make sure you pay. Put, you? P- put your dick in my mouth. <laughs> make sure you get my... All right, moving on to the next Yeah, one. it's... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they run off. And they pick off a dirty. They pick up a dirty hitchhiker. We are only twenty minutes into this fucking movie, from what we've explained from the start, by the way. And I feel like I'm in a straight jacket and I'm bouncing off walls. Yep, that sounds about right. Uh, which part did you stop? Uh, I made it, I believe, to the gas station with the white woman and the Native American man. <laughs> okay, the Indian guy cracked me up. That's the most realistic thing. We'll, <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, so the hitchhiker, uh, they pick up. He tells him how he escaped from prison and he killed someone. Uh, and then they like trick him to to like push him out the van. The stunt man, I don't know if you've seen this, but that guy hits his fucking head or like he hits his back hard on the on the uh, on the thing. I rewinded a few times because he falls out, and as he's falling out, he's only supposed to, I guess, like the van was actually going. It looked like twenty thirty miles, and he's supposed to hit his butt, and then it just like he falls on his back because that's what you're supposed to do. The take they decided to use, I swear to God, this guy could have gotten, like, brain damage. Because he, he bounces off the thing. Like, he, he I think he did it correctly, but he didn't, like, tuck his head or something. Oh, no. And he he bounces. He, his The back of his head and the top of his back, like, bounce off of the cement and bounce back. And you're like, you died for this fucking movie. I'm like, so sorry. Oh, my God. Uh, so, they, so after this, they stop at a gas station. And it feels like they're just a block from where they knocked this hitchhiker out. Uh, there's a hippie chick there, and she tries to creep him out. Um, there are zero fucking jokes, and all of a sudden, a fucking Indian points out he is Van Helsing. They just walk into this, this is the gas station, and this fucking Indian guy, probably my my dad, he just, like, points at fucking at this guy. You're Van Helsing. Yeah, exactly. No, no my name's Stan. Stan Helsing. Yeah, and you're like... <sighs> You know who did that better? Mel Brooks. True. <laughs> it, it does seem like something Peter Griffin would fucking write, right? Like, <laughs> he's Stan Helsing. <laughs> this is going to be funny. This, this is the height of comedy. Quagmire's going to play Stan. <laughs> uh, so surprisingly, I put the Indians the most realistic part. Because in my own experience, there's so many times when you're just out and about and working... And there are other natives and other Indians that just come up to you, and they just they. It, it's uh, it's like they're trying to find their own because they're just like, are you are, are you native? And you're just like, my, my name's Marcelo, and it's it's like a fucking holy grail to them, <laughs> of just like, the angels are singing, the fucking harps are harping, and you're just like, oh, Native American, <laughs> and it's it's just like, yeah, I think. I, I think I brought this up once, but there was this one crazy native who she came up to me when I was working at Costco. She was talking about how she was on the run from the from Mexico. And she was a Native American. Uh, she was on the run from the cartel, is what she told me. 
And she said, yeah, there's these like there's even someone here that's actually from the cartel that's following me right now. Points out who it is. Old woman in a walker that's like 78 years old <laughs> who, who has like a hunch. And you're just like, yeah, sure. Uh, whatever you say, ma'am. Yeah. Have a nice day. <laughs> she probably, Good luck she, with the cartels. She's probably German or very Hawaiian, not Native American at all. That Jesus. So where are uh, we at with this movie? Do we really have to recap every scene? I am. I watched it. <laughs> you all are going to live with my pain. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Just get, pull the teeth, Marcelo. You're, you're, you, got, you cut off over here, and you're not, you weren't even a third of the way through. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I know. So uh, the Indian guy watches uh, Stan Helsing pee and he beats off. He comes out with a worse like delivery than fucking uh, oh god the room. Uh, what I can't think of his name right now. Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau, yeah. And he's like, I did not do, like. Okay, so there's no plot to this fucking movie at all. Uh, <laughs> they they end up leaving the, the gas thing. They didn't get any gas because the, the hippie lady like screwed him somehow. And the Indian guy is just like, I wasn't beating off watching you, even though he like has his pants pulled up and he's they pulling his pants. Gun and Stan and friends. Yeah. So they finally reach the spot where they have to drop off the videos. Um, and it turns out that it's an old sort of Hollywood studio. That was a town that burned to the ground. Oh, um, uh, there's a, uh, there's uh they, they start doing horror references out of nowhere. Oh, we're on sixteen ninety two Elm Street. It says last house on the left. Oh, <laughs> waka waka waka. Oh god. And then uh, I put it's like there's comedy beats, but there's no comedy. Like they got where they should put the jokes in, but they just act dramatically. They just use <laughs> the placeholders. Yeah, exactly. It's so like uh, again like a network comedy. They're waiting for the laughs. You guys play Donkey Kong. Oh. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if you've watched fucking Big Bang Theory or at least, like, without laugh track. There's one part when, like, the main guy, Sheldon, just comes in. He's like, we can stay up all night playing Nintendo 64. 30-second laugh. Like, and you're like, that? That fucking got a lot. Like, really? Get the fuck out of here. Jesus. But at the same time, I I think if it, either me or you were asked to be writers on that, we would not hesitate because you'd be getting some sweet syndication money. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of Look out, royalties. Yeah. It's so... That mo- that show is blackface for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best way I've ever heard it described, though I will admit to secretly kind of enjoying that show quite a bit. It has some jokes, which can be okay. Like, there was one where it was like... They were they were playing Warcraft and then they were trying to sell swords on eBay for like hundreds because they heard some sold for hundreds, and then one of them is just like, "Oh fuck, I bought this sword off of somebody," and then like the other friend who's on the other side of the room is like, "I sold a sword finally," and you're just like, "That's <laughs> not bad. That's okay. That's that, that, that that's pretty good." So there's uh so anyways as they go they run out of gas they're they're stuck in this town now, the Raven from Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven shows up, I'm not joking about this. And then out of nowhere, Michael Jackson pulls up selling penis popsicles. There's no rhyme or reason why he's in this because legit he has no lines. It's just a guy dressed like Michael Jackson, and he hands out penis popsicles to kids. Um, and, and he doesn't say anything, and it's only like a 20-second thing. Uh, and he just ruffles kids' hair, and then it just drives off. That's the joke. That's the fucking joke. Why Your words hurt me. <laughs> my eyes hurt me from fucking watching this shit. You cut out as the right time. I wanted to so bad, but I'm like, I'm not gonna let this get the best of me. the The only time I've ever 
stopped a movie and never finished it was Feast 3, which I finished months later. <laughs> because I was so dumb with how stupid it was. Like, the third movie starts out with the main character of two getting her head bitten off and then shit it out, like, fully by the monster. And you're just like, I'm... I can't. This movie has like forty five. This is only an hour ten movie, but I'm I can't. This is too stupid for fucking me. Wow. Uh. Anyways. Wow. Anyways, as there, uh, as he drives off, there's an attempted gay joke because like Keenan sees a bar, and he's like, "Hey, there's a bar." He's like, "After seeing that, I'm hungry." They're doing callbacks to the penis joke of the thing, uh, and he's like, uh, "You know, after seeing that, I'm starving." Everyone looks at him and he's like, "Oh, it's not because I'm I'm a gay." The next minute is just like I'm not gay. Penis popsicle didn't make me hungry. I just I'm hungry. Uh, they're doing callbacks to their own unfucking funny fucking jokes. Oh no! I, this is a, this movie is filled with callbacks, which is <laughs> I've never I've never seen a stupid fucking movie that's filled with stupid fucking jokes that does callbacks to its own stupid fucking humor. They think they're that funny. That's like we should do a callback, <laughs> dude. You imagine if we did callbacks to episode five? Well, we do. You imagine if we did callbacks to stupid jokes we made in the first, in like at minute 22 of this show? Oh, <laughs> like, no. It's Ugh. shit like that. So the dog guy from earlier, th- again, th- this movie's not even halfway through. Dog guy from earlier pops up. They they try uh, they try a, uh, like a Zucker Brothers gag with newspapers because they show like, oh, year anniversary of town burning down. Uh, random... It was just like random fucking newspaper gag, and then it was just like patrons walk into a haunted bar, and it's all four of them posing in front of the newspaper. You're like, yeah, it's okay. Uh, Leslie Nielsen finally appears, and he's a woman, I believe, because he has makeup on, and he's called Kay. I, I think that's I think that's the joke. Uh, he's not even on for a minute on on screen. I think if you gathered up the whole time in this movie, he was on for two to three minutes, and he has kind of top billing. Uh, I think this was like his second to last movie, and after making this, I would have died as well. <laughs> Living, <laughs> uh, the guy who works there says that they don't want to, uh, they don't want them to leave the town. Uh, and he's like a Igor of the town. So Stan hits the bathroom. Uh, Freddie's shitting next to him, asking for toilet paper. He comes out. Keenan signed him up for a karaoke thing. I'm like we don't want to fucking sing. And then, like, it seems like the town's going to kill them if they don't. So they go and sing, and it's Ring of Fire. Ha, ha, ha. You get it because it's a joke due to a year before Walk the movie the burned. Coming out. No, because a year before the, the town burned down. Uh, and if you didn't get the joke, they remind you after they make the joke. They're like, ha, ha, yeah, because I know this is the wrong thing because a year ago your town burned down. Oh, my God. I <laughs> fell into a burning bullshit movie. <laughs> Uh, so they, uh, so they, they do the same thing of, you're Van Helsing. No, I'm Stan Helsing. Get it. Waka, waka, waka. Clock strikes midnight as they're walking outside and they leave the bar. The town goes dark. Uh, Keenan has a burger to go because he's fat. Um. I thought it was because he was in Good Burger. And and then, that would have made, fuck, this movie would make that kind of stupid joke. And then they, as they like try, he's like, oh, I forgot my phone. We got to go back in the bar. Uh, the bar is now just filled with skeletons because the town is is just, like, dead. Ghosty town. Exactly. And then Pinhead comes out of Keenan's burger because they didn't walk 10 feet out of the fucking place. He's like, I want my burger now because I'm fucking fat. And he tries to eat it. Pinhead pops out. The whole, the whole town is now skeletons. 
Chucky calls them through the security phone that they walk to, and now and the old man is the skeleton now. Uh, they bring up what happened earlier with Chucky. He cursed and he showed him his ass. Uh, it's <sighs> the 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 funny the funniest part of this fucking movie, and this actually was actually pretty funny. There's a part where his ex is asking him like why she broke up with him. And they're on a date, and he's like this grungy fucking guy. And they call, and he's like, you know, since you paid for it, he's like, I'm gonna go get the burgers. He walks to go get the burgers, and as he does, like, there's this one guy that's right next to him that's holding up the woman, or that's holding up the woman that just handed him his burgers, and he just grabs the food and walks away. <laughs> and then as he does that, uh, what happens? There's uh, <laughs> this is actually I fucking laughed. But, uh, okay, so the, the person's getting robbed. He walks by this table. The baby in the fucking thing falls over. The fucking top of the thing, and he just steps over. <laughs> there's uh, there's this one guy who, like, is trying to put a candle light on his, on his table for some reason, and he accidentally lights the whole thing on fire, and now he's on fire. <laughs> the guy just walks by him and does, like, a sidestep. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then this old man is choking on his food, and he's, like, pointing, looking at the guy, and he's, like, pointing at his throat, like, fucking help me. And the guy just looks at him and then just steps by and just walks past <laughs> and ignores it and then just goes back to them. He's like, all right, so let's eat. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was, like, the funniest fucking part. Uh, so, th- and he, this is, that was a flashback because he got knocked out. But uh, Michael Myers is doing a Jeepers Creepers thing and drops a body uh, in this tube. By the way, this is, like, halfway through, finally. I know. I've, I'm trying to get through this. I know we only have a little bit of time. Speed round. Go. <sighs> I'm really trying. They try to do Michael Myers, uh, Jewish Michael Myers is trying to do a Jeepers Creepers thing and drops a body in this tube like Jeepers Creepers. Uh, the ditzy blonde who's there is uh, is trying to see what's what's down there because, and then she almost orgasms because there's a mouse that climbs near her pussy. And then uh, they f- they fall down the hole. There's a sex show. Ha ha ha. There's uh, bodies in the sewer. Uh, Mike Myers with the yarmulke chases them into a church. There's an altar boy there who thinks that Stan Helsing is Van Helsing. Uh, St- Van- Stan Helsing says he's Stan Van Helsing. <sighs> Goddamn. If you could see the look on Marcelo's face right now, folks, you 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 would understand the pain <laughs> that this man's in. There was a time when I was like working working out for like because I really wanted to box, and it was like three to four hour like gym sessions because like I was that adamant and then I'd have to go and work like fucking eight hours of pushing carts. That was easier to get through than this fucking movie. Wow. That was like months of training. <laughs> I fucking hate this piece of shit. <laughs> okay. Let's let's get through this together. <laughs> this is so fucking bad. God damn. I forgot. Like I'm rewatching all this shit in my mind and I'm like Fuck me, this is terrible. <laughs> okay, so the priest gives them all the items, uh, like all these different items. Keenan gets food because he's fucking fat. Uh, Stan Helsing gets a crossbow. The other two, I don't remember. I don't know if they get anything. I fucking forgot. They leave. There's a strip club sequence with like these hot women who are vampires for no reason. I put. Don't get me wrong. Ass and titties in a movie, I'm game for. But this fucking sucks terribly. There's just it's just a random strip club sequence. I of the wonder two if guys. That, was, that was like their attempt at uh, from dusk till dawn. I think so. Or Van Helsing with like the hot vampire. Oh, girls, they, the like, Hugh Jackman, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, one. that had like the hot wives. I think that. So they uh, so Leatherface. They walk up on Leatherface who has a leaf blower with an extension cord. 
they run away. Uh, so all the monsters start to come out. Leatherface comes out. He has a leaf blower and, and an extension cord connected. <laughs> That's my fucking thought, exactly. They run away into Jason and then run again. So they go into a house and open doors. One leads in. One leads to... Okay, this was the fucking... In the in the house, there was clips of different shit. Like, they, they go to one door. One is a clip of a shark. Oh, that's, like, from a Discovery Channel thing. One is a clip of 20s women in devil's costumes jumping up and down with fart noises sped up. I, I put... I get, I get that sometimes we do shit on this podcast that's only funny to us. But if this was funny to the editor, the director, I just hope that they had their fucking windpipe crushed. Because <laughs> they deserve it. <laughs> they, uh. they go to this other door, and it's a fucking phone sex door of the women... These women who are vampires are sitting on a bed and they're talking through the wall on a phone, uh, on a phone like a red phone, and and it's supposed to be a phone sex joke. Lotion comes out and it says "baby lotion," ha ha ha, fucking get it. It's as hilarious as you'd fucking think. Um, then they go upstairs and they they put a bed against the wall and they pass out. They they wake up and it's day, and they're like, "Oh, we survived the night. Let's go get some breakfast and blah blah blah." And you think it's a dream, but nope, it's a Freddy Krueger dream. Uh, Freddy has a big Mickey Mouse hand, and he bitch slaps them with the softest pillow ever uh, for a hand. Um, it's hilariously oversized, in case you didn't laugh. Uh, they wake up, they were just in a dream. Please kill me. Soon. They turn on the news. I know. I, I, <laughs> I'm ready to die. They turn on the news, they watch it. Hitchhiker that they picked up earlier killed a bunch of special ed kids. Uh, the Indian and the hippie. I know that's <laughs> that's funnier than the fucking thing. <laughs> the Indian and the hippie uh, were arrested for selling porn of those uh, using the bathroom, and the dog they ran over was a hero. So that could, yeah, I know. So Jason shows up, and Jason shows up outside the house. Now they they leave, and Stan is just like, "I'm not fucking running." He goes and beats him, but it's actually a little kid. And then there's a minivan full of kids and a mom, who then get out and they chase Stan back into the house. They walk into another room, and now it's a gay porn that's being filmed there with Frankenstein, um, and it's as hilarious as you would think. It's I want to die. They're done. They walk outside, and a dog walks up, and it's the son of the dog, who was the hero dog they killed, who's still alive, and out of a sudden, out of nowhere, the owner pops up, and the dog is actually still alive. And, and there might have been a Pet cemetery joke, I don't fucking remember, um, they, 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 for some reason, the, the skanky girl has a dog whistle. They find a cab phone and they wait. All the villains show, and it's about to be a fucking face-off. There's a fast motion chase in this fucking movie. Scooby-Doo style, unironic, not ironic at all, and it's supposed to be for jokes. It's fucking terrible. I can't find my shotgun. Leslie Nielsen shoots a gun. Everyone battles for the town in a karaoke battle. Fucking sigh. The mo- we're, we're almost there, guys. The monsters do YMCA, but it's about Stan. There's a woman who breaks down and has to leave the performance. Her husband gets her out, and I envy her. A fucking S-T-A-N appears on screen, so you can sing along. They perform I Don't Want to Go Home. Barack Obama is randomly in the crowd. Like the, the real ca- Barack Obama? The impersonator. We oh, should okay. just say it was at this point. I mean, <laughs> it would be fucking news. 
the killers are loose and they want to kill the killers lose and they still want to kill everybody. Stan shoots Jason with a super soaker and it doesn't work. Keenan drank the holy water that was actually in there. It's as hilarious as you'd think it is. A scroll appears before them with symbols. They say they have weaknesses. He takes Freddy's glove and it's a glitter hand and Freddy runs away. Pinhead is pushed in. All his all of his fucking pins are pushed in. Uh, uh, so then Freddy, so Jason and I had put Freddy, but someone else, it might have been Leatherface. No, it's not Leatherface. Michael Myers. Uh, per, yes, it was Michael Myers. Jason and Michael Myers' master pull sideways and throw into the dog, thrown outside to the dog who they ran over who was going to kill them earlier. Leatherface's weakness is no electricity because, get it, his extension cord is not long enough. Chucky is that he's a doll and they punt him out of the place. They give Stan a hat and he kisses Leslie Nielsen. It's as hilarious as you'd think it is. The town waves them off as the cab they call shows. Stan's ex kisses him and Keenan gets lap dance. Film ends, thank fuck. Credits, there are jokes. Here's the thing about this movie. If you want, if you bothered to stay around for the credits like I did, which nobody else did. Oh, hold on. Are we still recording? Oh, yeah, we are. I was like, oh, if I have to recap this again, I'm going to fucking die. There's credits. There are joke names on the fucking credits. Like the Simpsons, like for their Halloween specials. Oh, no. And, and we've talked about this before on another low-budget movie. I think it was S. Darko. <laughs> they credit a fucking .com website. VFXmasters.com gets some credit in this fucking movie. Uh, low budget film films with credit. Any.com with credits. We are finally fucking done. Holy shit! I'm I'm glad. That was painful. <sighs> that was painful to watch. I, 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 I don't I don't know how we could top any of this because <laughs> it's we we. I mean, do you have any final thoughts? I I know I don't mean to cut it short, but we do have to get to another recording. With right. Kino. Um, I would just say that it's a shame that this movie's as bad as it is because it actually has some surprisingly good talent in it. Yes. Uh, because the guy who plays Stan is great in Shameless. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen's obviously a huge talent. Keenan's a talent. Oh hell yeah! The and, show uh, Keenan uh, is actually the, not bad. Both the ladies, even though I don't know any of their projects off the top of my head, I know I've seen them in stuff, and they the the uh, the one with like the big boobs, Dior Bard. She actually did a bunch of things in like the mid two thousands. The other one, who's the blonde, uh, her name is Desi Lydic, who actually went on to do the Daily Show for like six or seven years. Yeah, that's where I've seen her. But yeah, there's there's a lot of talent in this movie. It's just an awful script. <sighs> a, clearly, a production team that didn't give two shits about this movie. If you want to see something that will ruin your night, or if you have, if you have thirty minutes to live, I highly recommend this movie. You'll either want to kill yourself, or you're going to be thankful that you had it felt like a whole day. You'll be glad when you died. If you only have, 30 oh yeah, minutes, you'll be like, oh fuck, it's finally over. It has to be. But who knows? If there's a hell like that, that's going to be your hell. You're going to be watching this on a loop for eternity. Uh, I'd rather suck Hitler's dick. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know. I, yeah, that's our final thoughts. Um, Do you think he has like the Hitler stash on his on his like for pubes? Like, just his bush shaved into a Hitler stash. Yeah. Yes. Makes sense. Does he have it like below, so it's like the ball, so it's like a face? The stash is down there, but he's got his pubes above his dick, cut into his hairstyle. <laughs> oh man. I laugh more at that than I did this movie. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. I fucked this movie. All right. Well, that's where we're going to end it. Thanks for uh, listening and uh, join us next week. Don't forget to support us if you want more of these sweet, 
sweet bad movie reviews. Yeah, also leave us a uh, voicemail in Anchor if you want us to watch anything. Uh, Anchor.fm, ham-fisted entertainment. Um, yeah. Or if not, you can get a hold of us through Social Instagram medias and, that. and stuff. Yeah. We will see you guys next time. Till then. Please, please support us monetarily so we can afford shotgun shells to blow our brains out. <laughs> Every dollar helps. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs>